Hello there, all you creeps. If you're one of the many new listeners, or even if you're someone who's been around and has chosen not to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, do it now, or I will forever haunt you in your home. That basically just means I will provide you with the best cuddling that you've ever experienced, and I'll probably do your dishes, honestly. You can also help support us all by giving us a five-star rating on Spotify and by following us on our social media at The Fright Crew on Insta and The Fright Crew Pod on TikTok. I also just want to tell you guys how much we adore and appreciate all of your continued support, and we thank you from the bottom of our decrepit little hearts. Now, roll the intro. <laughs> Welcome to the Flight <laughs> What's spooky, you creeps? I'm your guy dressed up as a spooky ookie monster, and I would have gotten away with it if it weren't though for those dang kids, Jensen Harper. <laughs> kind of fucked that one up, How but did- hey. <laughs> <laughs> How did I not remember to be a character? <laughs> what we're the just, fuck? Yeah, we're just cruising. <laughs> I no, you know what? When I was watching them, I actually did think about being that absolutely obnoxious unhinged mom in alvin and the chipmunks mm, like dragging her dude, kid around yes. the theme park yes. <laughs> yeah that's who i am she fucking rules oh yeah that's your it's style world and we are yes. living in it <laughs> stepmom courtney just rolling around yelling at people <laughs> <laughs> dragging them around energy. the park trying to get dude. front row seats to the show <laughs> And then screaming at them. Oh my god, I love that for you, dude. Yes, and that's Courtney. Who the hell are we? Court. We are the freaking fright crew here, Court and Jens. Court and Jens, the freaking fright crew. And it's October. It is October. It is spooky time. Uh, happy Halloween, obviously. That's when this episode is going to be coming out a day earlier than usual. So happy Halloween, everybody. Hope you guys have a safe and but also spooky day and yeah. just like those pumpkins get get sam right up on your door you right dude you don't want sam coming up and killing you, you no you have best. to follow all of the rules you cannot blow your jack-o'-lanterns out exactly you have to give candy to trick-or-treaters have to Even i was asking ryan if he was going to give candy out to trick-or-treaters and he said no oh my gosh ryan and i was like the audacity um mm. you're gonna end up yeah Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Harm. Probably by harm, your hand. <laughs> yeah, harm by <laughs> Courtney's hand. <laughs> oh, wow. I just dress up as Sam. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, so we didn't really have a theme, obviously, because we were procrastinators and slackers for the month of October. And so we just finished off, you know, David Cronenberg last last episode. But past that guys we just we you gotta do something for halloween time obviously so courtney you since last year possibly even the year before that as long as you've been on here you've been begging me to watch what alvin and the chipmunks meet frankenstein (laughs) yes so it finally happened when you suggested that for halloween i said well you know we always kind of go off the cuff a little bit with our halloween episodes so i said well why don't you pick that and i'll pick one of my like kind of newer Halloween favorites, which is trick or treat Scooby-Doo. It's a yeah. super good time. It just came out a couple of years ago anyway, but 
Um, I, I actually was very close to texting you and changing it to something else, but I just left it. You know, we could have done Coraline. We could have done fucking. Have we- <gasps> oh, I just watched Coraline recently too. Yes, dude. Yeah, I love that one. Paranorman. Uh, yeah. Technically, there there could have been a lot more. I think growing up as a kid, some of my favorite Halloween ones were like, honestly, dude. Then this is one that I was going to text you is Chanel. What is the the Mary Kate Nashley double double? <gasps> yes. Yes. I fucked with that Casper. Like, I the, love that yes. one. Yep, Casper and and Casper like the one with Wendy the ghost or whatever with Hillary. Hillary Duff, Duff? That one, yeah, yes. that one ruled That's too. The best dude. one. Yep. So I I could have changed it, but I just thought Trick or Treat Scooby Doo was too freaking cute a couple years ago when I first saw it when it came out. So that's what we're covering. We're doing a double feature today. Um, talk about Avalon and the Chipmunks. Go back to the start of when they started. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, long, 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 long time ago. Um, but actually, a very, 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 very long time ago, um, I was a very young child. Yeah. Uh, we were at uh, Blockbuster. Oh, yeah. And we were renting movies for the weekend. Um, and they had Alvin and the Ch- Chipmunks meet Frankenstein vhs um that was like i remember it being super cheap i think it was on sale for like a dollar 99 or something okay and so my mom bought it for us Mm -hmm. and so we watched it me my brother and sister and we were obsessed with it and we watched it (laughs) probably every single day for like months yeah like i have that freaking movie memorized um and like the tour bus driver we still talk about him to this day we oh like imitate gosh, yeah. him yeah like mason can imitate him perfectly and we just crack up so when i was watching it again i was like sending like snapchats to them of that scene oh, um I that. but it's, i know it's just so nostalgic it makes me want to cry kind of because i'm like that was so long ago um <laughs> and it's funny because i hadn't seen it in so many years because i couldn't find it anywhere i'm like shocked that you were able to find it i i saw amazon had it on like dvd and i was gonna buy that which i probably still should so i can still watch it but right um it was crazy like the little things that i forgot about it that just oh, i know like i remembered right off the bat when i started yep. watching it again it's that euphoric rush is so strange oh, when yeah. you watch something that meant so much to you like that happened to me last year when i watched um the episode or like i guess the two episode of the mask from goosebumps um yep. dude re-watching that Cause I hadn't rewatched it in a long time and actually sitting down and rewatching it. I was like, Whoa, like it almost like, um, I don't know. It almost like tugs on your heartstrings a little bit. Cause oh, you're yeah. like, I remember like the feeling of this and like yeah. being like scared, but also excited. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I totally get that. I, I love that for you. Yeah. Very nostalgic. It's sad almost. Yeah, it is. It's, but... it's bittersweet for sure. So I know, um, but I'm glad we can still enjoy it. Dude. For sure. And I got some stuff to say. Um, like we mentioned last episode, guys, we're not gonna do any trivia for these movies. Um, it would just be too much. I technically don't even know the director of Trick or Treat Scooby Doo, but or or Alvin and the Chipmunks. Um, so we're not gonna do any trivia. We're just gonna go right into my notes after this. But yeah, as for me with Trick or Treat Scooby Doo, I just kind of fell in love with it. I really like the well, I do love Scooby Doo in general. So that's also mm-hmm. like me one too. thing that I grew up with, right? Same with you, you know, just like the iconic fucking intro and like just yeah. them fucking it up around town. I just 
something about Scooby-Doo really gets me going. And when they announced this one, and especially because there's some really cool facts about it, like Velma is actually canonically gay in this one, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, um, I just was like, I love this one so much. So I'm I'm hoping you enjoyed it. Hopefully. You um, should I don't see know. the reviews for that. Are they bad? Oh my god, people are pissed. Oh yeah. About Velma? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like really? They, it was oh yeah. Um yeah, parents very, very mad. Oh my god. White people, bro. Which it's funny because as soon as I um started watching it and like that theme popped up, um, mm-hmm. where like Velma had a crush on that girl. I was like, how much you want to bet that these reviews are going to be a bunch of pissed off parents? Oh my God. Um, I didn't even think about it. Yes, it was. Wow. I know. It's awful. I hate that for us so much. I know. (laughs) Now I'm looking up frantically. It's a real life thing. It's a real thing that your children are going to see. Like, why is it? It's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I I don't know. We could talk about that forever, but yeah, exactly. So that's kind of our gushes, our gush and gushes on I'm on the Chipmunks, Meet Frankenstein, and Trick or Treat Scooby Doo. I love this for us. I'm very excited. Like I said, I'll say it again, and I'll say it five more times by the end of the episode. Happy Halloween. What if we just like left it there? We're like, all right, good night. (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) It's like ten minute episode. Those are the movies we left. (laughs) Um, I can't believe it's almost Halloween, dude. I Honestly, like drive down yeah. my neighborhood. Like mm-hmm. when I'm coming home, I like drive down like past Wash Park. Yeah. And like all the trees are so beautiful, like the fall mm-hmm. leaves and um all the houses have like the Halloween decorations up. Dude, it's perfect. Some right? of them have like, yeah, the giant skeletons and yep. it's like the old Denver houses. So it just reminds me of like those seventies horror movies, like Halloween. Um, yes. And Every single day as it gets later in the month, I get more sad because I'm like, this is going to be gone and it's going to be snowing. Yeah. It's going to have Christmas decorations, which I love also, but it just doesn't feel the same. Yeah. I mean, like there's something like a just, different feeling. Yeah. It's kind of like the, you know, I, I can't imagine those people that like hate Halloween. I know that's kind of like, yeah. it's like becoming a thing. Sadly, you know, a lot of religious people are like completely shutting it out. It just kind of sucks, but for me, it's almost like the precursor to the winter months. And like, yeah, obviously, we've talked over the years of doing this. Like, the holidays are pretty heavy. You know, there's a lot of people hate them because of just things, and there's just a lot going on during the holidays, right? And mm-hmm. it's always hectic. It's like work is busy, then you're battling the weather. So something about like the trees changing. And seeing like houses dressed up in their spooky stuff, like you, like you just mentioned is, is perfection. And you kind of fall deeper and deeper. And like, like you said, dude, I cannot believe legit. Like, I can't believe next week is Halloween. And like Telluride Horror Festival was just last weekend or the weekend before. And it made me think of last year when you went. And I'm like, yeah, dude, it's crazy. That was mind boggling to me because I kept seeing their posts. Yeah. And they're like, oh, the movie or the lineup has been announced. I'm like, wait, I was like, it's already been announced. And I'm like, oh, it's October. Yeah. It's it's crazy. So the year flew by. It really did. I mean, I don't know how. Yeah, man. And here we are. Halloween again. I mean, shit, I I wish I could still go trick or treating. So maybe next year. (laughs) 
32 year old Jensen. I believe in you. Just, you could dress yeah. up in your leather face costume. Dude, yeah, people demand candy. <laughs> exactly, dude. Go door to door. Take my car keys. <laughs> They're throwing watches at me, fucking purses. Yeah, exactly, man. Give me your money. All right. Well, do you have anything else to gush about before we like get into the notes? No, I'm excited to talk about it. I'm excited to hear what you thought. Right, right. Yeah, like I mentioned, guys, if you're not interested, it's just my notes from here on out. There's no trivia this week. I might, I'll pull up their ratings uh, before we get into it. So, all right. So it looks like on Letterboxd, I'm just pulling up Letterboxd. Um, Alvin and the Chipmunks meet Frankenstein has a 2.9 out of 5. Little low. <laughs> Only a oh. couple people I follow have watched it. Only 9,000 people in general have watched it. There's only 340 reviews. Not a super popular one, but poo on them, right? Fuck them. As for trigger, don't give it the right Mm -mm. time of day. Nope, nope. It sucks, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and and actually, kind of similarly to Trick or Treat Scooby Doo, which actually, sorry, came out just last year. I thought it came out two years ago, but it's just last year. Um. Only is 3.3 out of 5 on Letterboxd. So it's not much higher. It's only a few points higher. And 7.7K people have watched it. So actually more people have watched your movie. So yeah, it's um, that's a thing. They're not super well known yet, but well, I mean, I feel like Oven and the Chipmunks should probably. Wasn't that like 1998? Yeah, dude. I think it's a 99 yeah. or something. So. <laughs> but like, I've always heard about it. If I'm being completely honest, I had just never seen it, dude. So. At least that's what my memory serves. Is the Wolfman good? The Wolfman one? That's funny you said that because I was literally about to say I've never seen that one. Okay. Okay. But I feel like I would really like that one too. Yeah. Maybe I'll see if that's on the Internet Archive and I'll try to watch that one too, just because that would be fun. I wonder the- which one came out before, like first. Yeah. Which one was first? You know, I don't know. Um, I will say this, dude. I completely forget that Alvin and the Chipmunks is like, singing just being oh, honest yeah <laughs> yeah so that was interesting so it looks like when a monster comes in your room <laughs> yeah and him too i was like what is going uh, on <laughs> frankenstein was first it looks like yeah and it looks like there's also trick or treason from 1994 um and then yeah wolf meet wolfman was 2000 so interesting i'm gonna try to find that dude <laughs> Yeah, I definitely want to see that one. Uh, Halloween collection. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, is what it is all three? In the Halloween collection. I bet um, so one. Halloween collection, Wolfman, Frankenstein. Uh, I think actually it's just those two, which is weird because if it's a collection, <laughs> right. I think that'd be more than two, right? You'd think so. Well, I got good news. The trick or treason one is on YouTube. Okay. I think so. Well, maybe not actually. It's a reaction. So maybe not. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> 1994. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. You were just born? Um, I'm 93. Yeah. Okay. 93. Yep. 92. So, yep. Wasn't old enough to watch Alvin and the Chipmunks yet, though. It's crazy. Dude, also, I think we said this last year when we did like a Halloween special. Something about '90s Halloween really hit different, man. It really, really did. did. And Still, 2000s, like it gives me, yeah. it gives me goosebumps. It does, man. 
it's uh it was a good time all the little nostalgic things that i see on instagram i'm like yes keep feeding me this bullshit i know (laughs) i'm like that's just where my brain is 24 7 yep yep all right ready for some notes we're not gonna you know this isn't a section it's just the notes we're gonna we're gonna run through the movies um i got a question for you though still cool okay um yeah if i had any question i guess it would just be like when you were growing up courtney which cartoon such as these was like the closest to a halloween vibe for you so like if that makes sense like for me it was scooby-doo right for you, was it Alvin and the Chipmunks, basically, because of these? Uh, no, I'd say, honestly, probably um, the Beetlejuice cartoons. See, I never saw I was that, obsessed dude. with those. Okay, there you go. Yeah, and, and for me, I'm just like, I would put, like, Scooby-Doo and a couple other shows on during, like, Spooky Month, just, like, on repeat, you know? Yeah. Um, All Real Monsters like, is up there, too. Yeah, exactly. That's yep, dude. Same. I'm actually currently like going through and watching that because it's on Paramount Plus. Are you? So yep, yep. So um, same here, dude. Auburn Monsters and uh, Goosebumps, of course. You know that's yeah, not really a Goosebumps. cartoon, but still, yeah, dude. I love this for us. Halloween vibes, sweet. All right. Well, we'll start with your pick, Courtney. Alvin and the Chipmunks meet Frankenstein, folks. The movie opens up with people chasing Frankenstein's monster, of course. And uh, it's really cool because it's in black and white as well. Dr. Frankenstein also says that they now must leave town. Then title card. We're now at an amusement park where the actor in a haunted house playing Frankenstein's monster is fired. Um, The manager fires him. That was interesting because that poor guy, he's just kind of trying to do his job, but he keeps falling and shit. (laughs) In his big platform boots. Yeah, dude. You know you'd own some if you could. 100%. You probably I actually do. do. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Courtney, this mom, I, I literally put this mom as a vibe for sure. She's like yelling at people <laughs> and shit. Um, when she says, could y'all scoot down, please? She's like literally her like jaw unhinges. She's like a snake, dude. It's awesome. And she bumps them with her butt. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's so sick. Um, so I didn't have captions available to to watch this. So like. I okay, I might have explained why I don't like musicals is because when characters start singing, for some reason my brain just like forgets like to listen to the words. So honestly, <laughs> yeah, I like that too. Yeah, so like honestly, when they started singing, when Alvin and the crew are singing about something cool shit, uh yeah, dude. I just I completely forgot. And without captions, I was like nothing, nothing sunk in. So. I don't think you really need to listen to their song lyrics, <laughs> okay, <laughs> honestly. Good. good. Yeah. Okay. It was cool, though. Their little show that they put on in like, the graveyard. and Yeah, they got a whole thing going on, dude. I love that. So, yeah, like Courtney said, they're performing at the music park. Um, and, yeah, same thing. Like, I like all the imagery. There's, like, a witch and, like, a castle and shit. There's just mm-hmm. a, a lot of cool vibes. I dig it. Um, now this lady's yelling at Alvin for scaring her kid, and then they decide that they're going to Dragonland, I guess. Dr. Frankenstein pulls through, and the manager is taking him to the castle now. He's very pumped that he's finally there, because basically Dr. Frankenstein told this manager dude that he has like a really cool monster, basically. 
or can make one for him or something. So I've always felt that Theodore is such a vibe. I think, um, I don't know. I love him. He's, he's I like scared. He's yeah. So he's so cute, cute. Right. He's so cute, dude. I'm going to dress as him. Always as, hungry. Dude, for a vibe. Yes, man. He he just wants his snacks. He wants a snacky. And no <laughs> one's giving it to him. I feel that. Yeah. Um. So it's funny that you mentioned the, the tour bus driver because my literal note was, I feel like young Courtney, like you probably had the biggest crush on this tour bus driver. <laughs> no. I always thought he looked like freaking Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, yeah, I thought maybe he was your vibe, like surfer dude, kind of. Uh, no, my vibe was like the the dark haired, homeless looking dudes. Yeah, I was gonna say Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, nasty. Like they just look stinky. Yeah, they've had a pack of cigarettes throughout, and it's nine a.m. only. Yeah, that tour bus driver though, he's so fucking funny when he gets like his face goes red because he's like piss. Just nobody's <laughs> listening to him. He just wants to be a star, okay? He wants to be a fucking star. I love that for him. Um, Yeah, that's all he wants. So the chipmunks are, they're just so out of pocket, dude. They they make a whole busload of people cry over how good their acting is real quick. They were so cute, the little bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> so Alvin takes over the wheel of the tour bus, and I'm stuck here wondering how fucking big this park is that it constitutes this whole ass adventure just to get there. This is like Disneyland times like three. It's crazy. So they're gone for so long that they actually have to cancel their next show. And the manager is tripping out so much. So he calls their Papa Dave and is yelling at him about it. So my dude, it's now nighttime and they're like lost in the park, just walking around. I I'm still baffled. I'm like, how long does it take to get to Dragonland, bro? Where's this shit at? <laughs> I'm baffled that they're like children. Yeah, yeah. And Dave, their dad, just lets them be there alone. I'm like, <laughs> right. wouldn't they need they would need a chaperone? Like, yeah, a chaperone, <laughs> uh an adult <laughs> with something. Them. Yeah. They could just like form shows and go around freaking Hollywood by themselves. (laughs) Something dude. I don't know. So the, the crew of them, they get a little freaked out and decide to call Dave back at home, but he doesn't answer because he's actually at the park looking for them, making sure that they're all good. Um, The chips see a light on at the castle. So they decide to go to it to see if the person there can help them. Turns out it's Dr. Frankenstein reanimating his little monster friend. The doctor catches them in his lab and he sends the monster after them. So now they're running around the park with him chasing them. Abal Dave sees the light on in the castle, so he goes up there to see who's still in the park. So they're kind of switching roles. <clears throat> the chipmunks finally get to Dragonland and Alvin is fucking pumped, dude. Uh, and then Dave is asked if he's an organ donor by the doctor. I love that. <laughs> I love all the little adult stuff that like a yeah. kid that probably went right over our heads. But yeah. That's what I was thinking when I was watching this again. Yeah. I was like, there's so, there's so much. And that happens a lot with cartoons. Oh, I know. Like, you don't catch it until you're like 30 years old. It's crazy. Less adult. Yep. It's so insane. Um, Alvin ends up announcing where they're at in the park because he's thinking it's a phone, but it's actually an announcement device thing. <clears throat> um, 
but they all end up on the ride, like the dragon ride. And then all synonymously, Dave is being given some poison tea or something like that, but he won't drink it. He's just yapping. He's just yapping. Exactly. The monster gets scared while on the ride and the doctor tries to sedate Dave when he finally leaves, but he fucks it up and hits himself in the butt with a dart. (laughs) filled with poison or whatever you know sedation stuff dave contacts the police and he's all in a fuss over these chipmunks um just they're just as they're about to leave the chips push through the door and all that they tell him that they were being chased by a monster but he doesn't believe it because why would he yeah in the room they start singing about how they can defeat the monster dave is pissed about it these little men don't (laughs) sleep much though like i mean they're chipmunks they don't need to sleep right I'm kidding. <laughs> they don't. No, not really. They're just performers. They, yeah, yeah, they're doing the absolute most somehow. They really are. Yeah. Dreaming about monsters and shit. Um, so I love it because the monster, like Frankenstein's monster, is like a dog now to where he found Theodore's teddy bear and was able to smell it and track them. But I love it because why not? Right. We may as well just put whatever in there. Um, <laughs> And once the monster like tracks them, the monster gives him uh, gives Theodore his teddy bear back, and then he starts walking back home in the rain in the park. But Theodore, our little homie boy, our cute little boy, is like, "Nah, come on into our home and come cuddle me." Basically. <laughs> uh, me- <laughs> Meanwhile, the doctor is looking for him. The next morning, Alvin wakes up to loud snoring, and the monster is sleeping on top of Theodore in the bed. My man. <laughs> I was gonna say the way you describe that. <laughs> like I promise they make it more wholesome, but it is a little questionable. He's like sucking his thumb. It's it's pretty intense. Just, yeah, my yeah, man is on Theodore's on tiny little bed, and he's yeah. like seven foot five. In he's his honking huge, yeah. freaking platform boots. Yeah, yeah. The gang whip up the monster a massive omelet, but it's pretty gnarly. It's like a whole loaf of bread and eggs with eggshells all in it. But also, you know, like cartoon food cartoon food always looks so good yeah this is one of them i'm like i'll take it yeah i'll take it (laughs) i'll take that (laughs) off your hand (laughs) so they take the monster out and they're trying to teach him shit like manners and all that jazz it's pretty cute um they also sing again yeah The manager is in a therapy sesh, basically, with Dave, and he convinces the manager to let the chips chipmunks back for performing. He says, "Ight." I mean, Dave is kind of just like, I mean, is he essentially enslaving the chipmunks, if we think about it? <laughs> that could be. Mm-hmm. Because you know he's benefiting off of their fame. Right. And he only cares to get them back to work so that they can make money, dude. Yeah. Damn. Like little circus critters. Yeah, this just got real dark, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'd never thought of that until now. (laughs) So back of the house, the monster is dry. uh, Oh, my God. Cutting an onion and is crying about it. And then Dave gets home and Alvin gets kidnapped by the doctor. Um, The monster like sees that happen. So they dip out to go and save Alvin. The doctor pours some liquid down Alvin's throat, um, and I'm not sure what it is, but Alvin is hit with the electricity, and he's turning into, like, multiple creatures. It's pretty dope, but it, like, overloads, so it's unsuccessful. He's just kind of broken. Alvin is broken. Sorry. 
Alvin turns into essentially the Tasmanian devil. And now the chipmunks are late and the manager is pissed again. So like Alvin is wreaking havoc. The other two have the book with the spell to reverse his effects in it. And it just so happens that all the food is at the buffet for the red carpet thing. So they put it together and they find out that Alvin has to be upside down in order for it to work. Um, It's funny. Cause like, could I have gone a little more in depth with my notes? Sure. But I got the gist of it. And it's funny. Cause now that I'm reading it back, I'm like, where did this book come from? Uh, that why part we was have so to... unhinged. Just yeah, all dude. of that. Why do we have to turn Alvin upside down? <laughs> it reminded me, I think what they were doing is trying to kind of make it like the movie, the mask. Oh, okay. With uh, okay. Jim Carrey. Yeah. That's what that whole that. thing reminded me of. With like the way that he was behaving and stuff. True. So I'm yeah. wondering if that is what like like, an homage they were trying to, it. to do. Yeah. 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 It could be for sure. Cause Especially it, it a lot comes of out of nowhere. Like Hollywood movies and stuff. Yeah, it definitely comes out of nowhere. Like, I get the plot point of, like, the doctor trying to make Alvin, like, a new monster because he lost the other one. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, wait, what happened? Like, they have a book now and (laughs) there's, like, incantations in it. It's like. (laughs) And he's just acting completely kooky. Yeah. Yeah. Just ripping shit up. So. um, Yeah, it was a weird plot twist. Yeah, it kind of goes there for sure. So doctor, the doc tries to cross dress to get into the event, but the security guard smells him and throws him out. (laughs) Imagine that, my dude. That's a sentence of something that happened in a movie. Just saying. (laughs) I couldn't believe it, dude. I was like, yo, he smelled my man and he kicked him out. (laughs) Jesus. So they get him to drink the potion upside down, but now he and some actor dude needs rescued. So they catch him in a red tablecloth. Now the manager is like, y'all still performing. Yeah. Like wild, bro. They're, they're on the clock. Okay. <laughs> they don't get downtime. They're performers. <laughs> <laughs> they are slaves. Yeah. Dude. Right. Slave monks. We broke it. Yeah. That's, that's all that happened. Now I get the rating on IMDb or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, that's fucked up, man. That's crazy. Um, So the monster saves them from the dock while on stage, but the crowd thinks that he's who is trying to harm them. So they all start chasing him. But Theodore puts a stop to it and defends him. We love this little man. King. Yes, he is. He's a short king. (laughs) The doctor gets stuck in the uniform of the park mascot or whatever. And so naturally, the only option is for him to be the park's mascot now. Of course, right? <laughs> so, and essentially, uh, the chipmunks live happily ever after with the monster. Right? You know, pretty much. <laughs> that's all she wrote. Chef's kiss. Chef's and kiss. And I actually was just remembering um, the, the chipmunk, chipmunk, why does it sound weird? Chipmunk movie that we were absolutely obsessed with that we would like beg our parents to take us a blockbuster to rent like multiple times a year. Yeah. Um, which is what we saw before this one, um, which the memory just popped back into my brain was yeah. the chipmunk adventure, which I think was probably like the start of them in general. Um, but that movie was from what is it? 1987. Okay. Yeah. And that one, 
is the best. You you should try to find that one. I'm gonna have to see if I can find it. <laughs> what did you it say it was tonight. called? Uh, the Chipmunk Adventure. Because I did grow up with one. Wait, dude, is that the one? Like honestly, honestly, They're like on the hot I'm, air balloons and stuff. Dude, I'm I'm ninety percent. Yep, I I grew up with this one too. I'm not kidding. I loved that movie. Yep. We were obsessed with it. And like we would imitate that too. Like Mason would um like imitate the dad on like this part. And yeah. we did like this play at school. I remember I was in kindergarten. Mason was in first grade. And yeah. I remember he like uh like impromptu um like acted out that part in front of like the whole like first grade class or whatever and everybody thought it was so funny (laughs) but we were like obsessed with it where we would like act it out every day after school well there you go good i know (laughs) no one no i'm old dude like that was kindergarten that's insane bro i'm looking at the poster to this shit though yo this is one of the most disgusting oh my god like I'm going to try to find this and rewatch it because it's got to be one of the most downright problematic fucking things I've seen. There's a brown person in a sombrero. There's a <gasps> lighter, yes! dude. Oh my God. A, a lighter brown person in like a, a turban, a black person with the biggest lips you can imagine. Uh, What's seemingly. Ancient... Yes. Yes. I remember that scene where they're like, they're tied to sticks stop talking yeah <laughs> yes they're like tied to sticks on fire oh my, oh my fucking god. god okay yeah I, I gotta rewatch it and let's just see how problematic it is there's like seemingly oh. asian people in communist outfits yeah this is they like rough. go around the world it's, yep they're like in hot air balloons and they go to like different countries and stuff so yeah so i can imagine that it's fucked up holy Sorry, fuck. yeah there's like out. aborigines people shooting arrows at them yo i'm so pumped to rewatch this i forgot about that wow i'm gonna find it (laughs) yeah that's bringing back like a lot of memories i pushed into the back of my brain yeah we said that crazy house yeah yeah like watching it as kids you didn't you would never have thought of that well i think it's sad that our fucking parents didn't you know like see a problem yeah for real Yes. They're like, yeah, we'll rent this for you every single month. Right, exactly. And there's no issues with this brown person with a sombrero <laughs> on. Yeah. Oh, All right. Lord. Well, we're going to move on from Alvin and the Chipmunks and go to also problematic ass Scooby Doo. Trust me. I was watching the original like Scooby Doo from the 50s or 60s, uh, just watching through it on HBO Max. And holy fuck, there is some problematic shit in that too. So <laughs> looks like we fucked up, Courtney. <laughs> God, I'm like I regret bringing that up now. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yep. Holy shit! All right, well, let's get into trick or treat, Scooby Doo. It's a good time too, and I didn't mean that for for that to rhyme, but I did. <laughs> she was laughing at me. All right, so the movie opens up with Shaggy and Scooby tandem snowboarding down a mountain with a monster chasing them. Of course, right? Um, but what do you know? It's just the plot of the rest of the team or the, the rest of the game to capture the monster. Duh. So the Scooby gang finds out that the costume that the lady they caught was wearing was made by the same woman who has made all of them in the past. Coco Diablo. 
We love this. Cut to Coco. She's talking about how amazing their Halloween costumes they make are. And then Trevor, the costume designer or like her uh, apprentice, interrupts the tour and she's super frustrated. She uh, she tells him that she's going to feed him to the alligator pit. And if I were to go out in a gnarly way, that's the way to go, right? Some dude on the tour tells her that he wants a wild costume and Coco reveals that she hates the Scooby gang. They always ruin her costumes. So Coco came up with the costume called the 10,000 volt ghost. She's willing to give away this costume if this dude can get rid of the Scooby gang. And, um, but you know, tricky little them, it's actually Scooby-Doo and Shaggy in disguise. Then in a twist that we all love, Velma sees Coco Diablo and is instantly infatuated with her. I love that they canonized it, dude. You know, I don't really care about the reviews. I think it's adorable. I do too. Like I've never, it, well, of course, things like that have never, have never bothered me. But yeah, yeah, it's just hard to imagine how it could. Courtney's like, no, then I'm they do pissed. it in such a wholesome way. I'm like, okay, well, now that you mention it, Jen, I'm like, why'd you pick this movie? Fuck this movie. <laughs> Um, so we finally get a title card and it's lovely. It's like, um, well, like the, the intro credits, it's like a slowed down version of the typical theme that you hear for Scooby-Doo and I need it in my ears all the time, please. I don't know who did it, but I was trying to find it and I couldn't find the info, but it was like Scooby-Dooby-Doo <laughs> and I really like it. So, I know it brought back the nostalgia too. Now I want to yeah. watch all the old Scooby-Doo shows or episodes. If you do, just get ready for some problematic shit, dude. I'll say that. God, that too, I know. <laughs> so during the intro credits, we see the gang become increasingly bored with the stuff that they're doing, like fixing leaks in bathtubs and shit like that, because, of course, they caught Coco Chanel, or Coco Chanel, Jesus Christ, Coco Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just funny because she's a costume designer, too, so yeah, and my wife is right next to me. So yeah, I got I got my wife on the on the brain. <clears throat> All of them are working at the IRS, I think, um, or something. I don't know. They're just like they've got a bleak ass office job. I mean, Shaggy and Scooby are pretty stoked. You know, they're not catching monsters; they're just eating all the time. So, but they're living their best lives while everybody else is miserable. So it turns out that they're super bored since they captured Coco Diablo. So the next day is actually Halloween and Shaggy and Scoop dress up as each other, which is super cute. I they come, I know they come across a house made of like candy or caramel or chocolate or something like that. You know, it's edible, but of course they were just dreaming and they wake up and it's actually Halloween that day. I love that. They had the same dear, same dream too. <laughs> uh. So Fred really wants people to start dressing up again, so he stops at a wishing well in hopes that someone else will start making costumes again. <clears throat> the gang goes to a fall festival thing, or like a Halloween festival, and while bobbing for apples, Shaggy and Scooby come across a monster that comes out of the tub of apples. Um, he's like some green glowy guy with a chewed up top hat who throws fireballs. It's it's pretty dope. I like his I like the design. In order to solve the case, the gang comes up with the idea to talk it over with Coco. So they go to visit her in prison. And the warden is a whole vibe, my dude. Like, yeah, he's a person for sure. So Velma is floating when she sees Coco again. Um, Coco says that she has nothing to do with the new monster, but they don't believe her. So Velma throws out the idea to have Coco help them out. The warden is, of course, cool with all this happening because 
it's Scooby-Doo and, you know, yeah. Esteban, Coco's cat, is waiting for her outside of the prison. And Daphne asks Velma about having Coco along for the ride. And Velma claims that she doesn't have a type, but she has a huge crush on Coco. (laughs) The mystery machine is fucked up. And to start it back up, Fred has to freak the thing into starting up. Um, bro, like Velma is cheesing every time Coco speaks, which I'm it's happy for her. Me yeah, too. it is. I love when she like melts. Basically, I'm like, Gee, mm-hmm. dude, chill out, bro. So Shag and Scoob get a wheelbarrow full of kettle corn, while the rest of them discover the word nefario in their guest logbook. At the library, Fred reads about Dr. Nefario, and it's something about like a group of people who made a deal to have eternal life, and now there's too much good in the world because of the gang, so the group is after the gang. Um, then the group of spirits pops up on them and chases them around the library. There's even like a skelly ghost dog like Scooby. And uh, yeah, they basically, they each have like a counterpart, like a ghost. They all look like them. <clears throat> I also love it when the librarian yells at the ghosts about being too loud. We need more <laughs> in this world. So Coco calls Velma cute. And um, she also says she knows who's behind the monsters. So they end up at Trevor's costume shop. Coco's old apprentice. Coco accuses Trevor of trying to ruin mystery ink, but she says, nah, it wasn't him. So they're at another dead end. Also Trevor's a vibe too, dude. <laughs> there are a lot of really cool characters. There really were. Yeah. I really like the voice acting for Trevor. Cause it's like, I don't know. He just feels very lived in and funny and weird and yeah, kooky. Trevor says that he sent a big order to the prison and now they think it's Coco who ordered the costumes. So now they now they think that they need to investigate the Coco Diablo factory and Trevor goes along with them to help. So we're kind of switching, you know, who's helping and whatnot. There's a quick montage of the gang getting ready to go and investigate. Fred is fixing up the mystery machine and stuff. They're packing up their stuff too. Also, the same the uh the song playing like at this moment sort of rips, not gonna lie. I really like it. And it plays for the end credits too. So the mystery machine is all done and it rules. It's like a muscle car hearse thing that I instantly need in my life. Please, I'm gonna make one. Uh keep in mind, by the way, that it's still Halloween and Shaggy and Scoop really want to go trick-or-treating. But that's like their only goal. They just want as much candy as they can put in their mouth. The rest of the gang come across the squad of monsters and they're just like sitting there playing cards and all that. The monsters capture them and hang them up on the rack to be packaged as costumes. Oh, no. Shaggy and Scooby hear the rest of them crying out for help. So they prioritize the gang over food. They're growing. The monsters fall into the pit of alligators, and the alligators spit out a bunch of robot parts, so they were essentially all fake. Then Coco comes out of the dark, and she says that it was her who made the robots, but the gang isn't really believing it, so they lift up Coco's office, because it's this weird, like, head skull thing that moves around wherever she wants it. It's hard to explain. Um, And they find the creepy warden dude who's responsible. Also, there's some anti-cop stuff, and it's amazing. (laughs) Mm. we'd love to see it yeah that's when you know cartoons are evolving the way that they need to yes oh dude i bet that played a part in it too you know anti-cop and a gay character you know or technically too yeah seemingly so the warden says that it was all done to help them not to be so bored essentially um the warden gets the remote to the prison like he gets it wet when he's crying i think which allows all the housed prisoners to escape 
Coco pulls out the old costumes, which is cool that it's a lot of like the iconic Scooby-Doo monsters, like the Scooby or the, the scuba, like scuba mask one, um, whatever that's called. Uh, yeah. It's just like a lot of the older iconic ones from the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the gang puts on these costumes to help hunt all the prisoners down or whatever. So one prisoner steals a trick or treaters candy, but oops, they all start doing it. Um, I guess these are typical shenanigans the the prisoners get up to is just like petty theft, you know, stealing candy from children. Love that. <laughs> the <laughs> worst crime you can ever do. Yes. In October. The worst of crimes. Yeah. I mean, Sam would come up and just fuck Death up. Sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So they all round up the prisoners and Coco Diablo puts on her crazy 10,000 volts ghost costume to help capture them. Shag and Scoob say that Trevor is pretty rad. And my man literally rips his clothes off and he's ready to go surfing now. So that happened. (laughs) Coco tells Velma that she likes her, but nothing goes too far with them past that. Daphne thinks that she should be Mystery Inc.'s new leader. Fred dumps a bunch of money into that well and wishes for a happy Halloween. There's, of course, a monster in the bottom of the well. Love it, dude. That's it. That's all I got. So, should we do ratings? Should we do them? Uh, we can. I know what I'm going to rate on the Jim Bugs Meet Frankenstein. I'm sure you Let can probably guess Let me guess a five out that. of five. Yeah. <laughs> Love yeah. that. Yeah, dude. I think, um, I think I'd give it slash gave it on Letterboxd a 3.5 out of 5. It's super fun. It's cute. Um... I had a good time with it. Hmm. You're wrong. (laughs) She's, she's starting to question things. She's like, um, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, wow. After all this time, all of these Halloweens that we've, we've discussed movies together. This is, this is disappointing. What can I say? You know, is it a, is there a heart attack? Of course. Yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah, right. of course. And like, I'd even rewatch it again. It's I think singing it, dude, dude, you took the words out of my mouth. It's always the singing. bro. I get it. Yeah. The always really high pitched squeaky chipmunk. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm like, can we not do this? But we do. Anyway, so. <laughs> um, If we were to rate trick or treat Scooby-Doo, I'd give that a four out of five. I think I just really like the, like the colors and the art style and mm-hmm. the story progression and stuff. It does go a little off the, like, honestly, it does feel like padding when the prisoners are released by extent or whatever. And then it's just like, okay, now this is what the crew has to do. But, you know, it, it's still like a fun little twist. So, yeah, four out of five. What about you for trick or treat? Scooby-Doo? I'm going to do a four out of five, too. Cute. All right, cool. Well, we had a good time, you know, <laughs> with our little kid we movies. We usually do. We really do, man. That's I mean, the best Halloween. I Like, I'd rather watch the, like, quote unquote children yeah cartoon Halloween movies than like the like gory horror movies because the like children Halloween movies is that like it feels more like Halloween to me. It does. It it's more comforting. You know, I mean just because I went to go see a lot of horror movies in the theaters this month doesn't mean that people are like, oh, you're gearing up for Halloween. Not really dude i'm just seeing horror movies but like yeah that's dude, like if they just did, normal right right if they did like a showing of fuck i don't know 
maybe a few episodes of Scooby Doo at the theater or something like that would be well tomorrow. I got tickets to see A Nightmare Before Christmas in theaters. Really? That'll be cool. Yeah, it's 30th anniversary. Is it really this year? Yeah, it turned 30 on October 13th. Wow, okay. Friday the 13th, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I didn't know that, and I should have known that. Because that was all, honestly, growing up, like, I was obsessed with Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't love it as much as as I did, but your boy had... The shirts, the beanies, the fucking yeah. necklaces. Yeah. I was decked out in Jack Skellington gear. <laughs> the OG goth. Yeah, dude, exactly. That's you knew I shopped at Hot Topic. <laughs> Spencer's. <laughs> yes, dude. Fuck yeah. All right, guys. That was our little Halloween special of Alvin and the Chipmunks meet Frankenstein and Trick or Treat Scooby Doo. Love it. Uh, Like we said, guys, hope you have a great and happy Halloween and safe, but also super fun and super spooky. Uh, If you're passing out candy, pass out the good shit, you know, all the all the things, dude, just have the best. I mean, it flew by, dude. It's crazy that, you know, our time came and went. We we came out of our holes and people accepted us finally. But what in January, they're like, who are these fucking horror freaks? You know, we have (laughs) one month out of the year. We got one month. Exactly. So, but it came and went, it's already almost gone somehow. And, and I guess as of when you guys are listening to this, it is gone. Jesus Christ, dude. So, um, happy Halloween, everybody love you guys. And if you want to follow me online, you can find me on letterboxd and Instagram at Jensen Harper. If you want to follow Courtney online, you can find her on Instagram at little sky dancer. If you want to follow us as a duo online, you can find us on Instagram at the fright crew. Courtney, what should the listener do for us? They should give us a rating interview, preferably five stars. We will give them the, absolute top tier halloween vibes and we will put full-size candy bars in their trick-or-treat pails dude yes and i mean how could we not right full-size snicker bars full-size reese's dude reese's cups full-size twix oh yes have you seen the um the new reese's cups that are like the neon green no like a whole yes. ass neon green Reese's cup. Yes. I love that, dude. I love that so much for people. <laughs> dude, I, I, I just thought of something. Remember when you were a kid and you know, you're here too. I want your opinion. Remember sometimes when you got Reese's, what was this? Sometimes you'd get a Reese's that was like folded and like glued, right? <laughs> the packaging. And then the other ones were the ripper ones, like where you rip the little. Crease. Oh, yes. Yes. Isn't that crazy to think like, and did you guys have a preference? Honestly, honestly, dude, the ones that were the glued ones, with the glue, they tasted yeah. better, bro. They do. I don't know what's wrong with my brain. It doesn't feel the same with like the tear ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like the original, like the, the glued ones that you like unwrap and it's like yeah. a little present. Yep. Yep. It just it's hits something different. About those. They hit different, dude. Exactly. Chanel said she never liked candy, so. She she doesn't have an opinion, so I'd love to Do hear. Do you remember those suckers? They were like the skeleton suckers, and like the front was white and the back was yep purple. Love yep. those. Yep, and it was like literally like if you licked the white part, it was like paint on your fucking tongue, basically. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you were painting your tongue, dude. Yeah, it was super exactly. Dope. 
it was probably like fucking lead paint or something. We're just all dying slowly. Painful deaths. I have <laughs> a question for you. Okay. What is your most controversial Halloween candy favorite? Like a candy, like for myself, I'll go mm. first. I love circus candy fucking corn. peanuts. Oh, okay. Don't you like I circus peanuts? I love too? circus peanuts too. Such yes. a freak. What a freak. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, that's what? Right. You don't like banana flavored styrofoam? Bro. Let a girl live. You know, I'll admit I haven't had one in a long ass time. I wonder if they're gluten free. Honestly, they're probably not. I'm gonna try to find a bag. I'm gonna have to look that up. Chanel said, "Oh, I bought like a five pound bag on Amazon last year. Disgusting." And you ate them? Yeah. Oh yeah. You didn't throw them in the garbage instantly? (laughs) (laughs) No, No, I filled my pillowcases up with them. Oh my god. Okay. Um, I'm like they are. They are gluten free. -free. Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. Cool. When I was growing up, like, I liked candy a lot. So I liked all the weird candies, like, like Gobstoppers were fucking fire, even though I know a lot of people hated them. Um, I love those. I really liked, remember the giant, they were basically Starbursts, but they were now or laters. Like, they were, like, yes. bigger, flatter squares. And, yeah, like, those were kind of sour. Yeah, and they were, like, harder to chew. Like, for some yeah. reason, they would, like, pull three teeth out every time you t- took a bite. Yeah. <laughs> they were I tried dope, to though. eat those when I had braces. And it like Bro. pulled the um whatever those like the fucking glue off your holders in the back. Teeth. Yes. Yep. You're like, oops, sorry, mom. Now we gotta go back to the orthodontist. <laughs> yeah, those were pretty fire. I, I bet I could come up with more. Um nerds. I don't know why nerds get such bad such a bad rap, dude. Nerds rip. I love I could nerds. Throw a whole little mini box in my mouth all at once, dude. Are you kidding me? It's like chewing nerds on paint Dude, nerds ropes are, if you disagree, okay, and I know that people like them because they sell those little nerds clusters now in the bag. Do you, oh, have yeah. you seen those? Yeah. And those are fire and they're popular. So you know people fuck with nerds rope. And I would get those for Christmas, bro. Oh my gosh. The Christmas nerds rope, man. Those are the shit. Yeah. The red, white, and uh, green. Yep. yep. Love it. Uh, what's another because I, I feel like we've talked about that we probably talked about this last year but why not rehash I love it? So, peeps peeps is a little funky I'm okay with them but I don't just like sit down and eat a pack like you do <laughs> I can only eat like one without getting a stomach ache um, that same <laughs> with like candy corn I feel like any candy like I I end up getting like my stomach starts hurting if I eat too much Dude, um yeah. But like candy corn, I can eat like a small handful before I start feeling sick. Um, <laughs> but they're so freaking good. Circus peanuts, yeah, ill. Uh, if I eat like more than three, that yeah. I can't stop. The circus penis, I don't penis. <laughs> circus penis, <laughs> I don't agree with. Um, <laughs> but I I can get down on especially the little mellow pumpkins, mallow pumpkin mallows. Oh, whatever. I love those. Yeah, those are fire, dude. Like I'm, I'm down. But that's like candy corn. No, that's what I mean. I, I'm saying shape. I can agree with candy corn a little bit. Sadly, they're okay. actually not gluten free, but like, oh, just because they're processed in a facility with wheat, so I can't yeah. super eat them. But I did a couple like last weekend, and my stomach kind of hurt, but I'll be all right. <laughs> um, what else? What are some, what, well, you should know. Do you have any candies that are controversial that you liked as a kid? Like trick or treating, like that kid would be like, "Ew, throw that in the garbage." Nothing. Do you know those weird, like 
taffy caramel things that were in the black and orange wrappers. It was like molasses flavored, I think. Let me see if I can find them and I can, I'll send them to you. Taffy caramel things. I think it was like molasses chews or something. It was weird. She also said the vanilla Tootsie Rolls, the ones in the blue wrapper. Those were dope. I like those. I like those. Oh, yeah. These are them. Let me send these to you. Yeah, because I don't know what you're talking about. What's the, what are they called? They're called peanut butter kisses peanut butter kisses and molasses yeah it's peanut butter this is so weird <laughs> this is like <laughs> the weirdest fucking thing that i'm remembering this but i loved these tell me if you remember these oh just like straight up yeah yeah remember these you know yeah yeah i remember them i don't remember didn't they have little bits of nuts in them almost like yeah i, I remember like, like a the small middle was like peanut butter yeah i don't think i hate them but i don't like them not a not a huge taffy person but what about like um cowtails love those yeah i just ate those the other day actually dude i haven't had one in a millennia (laughs) chanel chanel loves six lits that's one of her all-time favorite candies Ooh, i like those too yeah six six lits are cool Um, i like how we're just i love (laughs) going through all the candies I love black licorice. <clears throat> really? Okay. Like still yeah. currently, like to this day, you oh, yeah. still kind of eat it yeah. on occasion. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I buy it I've... at the grocery store all the time. So like what, what brand do you get? Cause I've heard like decent things about, is it like Wallaby or something? I... Yeah. So I like that, but there's a brand called like Panda, I think. Okay. Um, panda black licorice is it panda yeah but they sell them in like sticks that are like individually wrapped okay um so i'll usually buy like a couple of those interesting so black licorice is something that i definitely fucking hated as a kid but i just feel like these days i don't know i might like it you know yeah it's actually really good especially like the soft licorice like sticks Right. Maybe I'm going to go out of my way to like find a bag of it. Oh, maybe I'll try that Wallaby one. The Wiley Wallaby. Damn. Yeah. $30. Like what Wallaby. do you mean, dog? The fuck? Are you looking on Amazon right now? Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's That's like a funny because I'm but... literally looking at the Wiley Wallaby and it's like $30.99 for like three <laughs> yeah, packs. Dude. For a three pack family size. Yep. I'm like, damn. That better last a long time, dog. Or you can get these panda ones. It's a pack of 36 of the sticks for $34. I might add that to cart. You're like, dude, I, might do I don't need 36 of them, but what are you going to do? Um, oh yeah. I got to say something. Um, if I were to say anything, stay, stays Scooby-Doo, stay spicy, <laughs> stay Ruby, Ruby, Halloween spirit <laughs> all year round. Yeah. Stay in the Halloween spirit. It's, Chanel said, stay hungry. That too. Yes, for Scooby Snacks. Yeah. Or just stay hungry like Theodore. Dude, yes. We got a lot of snackage. Yeah. We got some hungry peeps in these movies. All right. Bye. (laughs) Okay. Bye.